We understand that a plane crashed into the World Trade Center. The number of UFO sightings in Canada is soaring tenfold over the past 25 years. Tim Peeler swears he had an encounter with one of the most legendary beasts in history, Bigfoot. You'd think that with the beautiful photographs that we have of our round blue planet, it would convince any doubt. But there are still some who insist that the world is flat. Angry people who are convinced coronavirus is nothing more than a sinister plot to control their lives. But what do these conspiracy theorists know that we don't? We accept the reality of the world with which we're presented. It's as simple as that. And this is why they would lie. And welcome everyone to episode one of our podcast, Why Would They Lie? The show that talks about conspiracy theories and why the powers that would would be would lie about them. I am Miggy. And on our panel today, we have with us the lovely and talented Kai. Aloha. Also joining us is the creative and fun-loving Bambi. Hiddly diddly. With us as well is the very intelligent Crypto. Hola. <laughs> and finally, we also have the responsible and studious Indio joining us. I've been misdescribed. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> our, special guest, our special guest for today is Mary Mom. Welcome to the show, Mary Mom. Thank you, Mickey. I'm very happy and honored to be here for your pilot show. Awesome. So today's show will be about us talking about the flat earth topic and asking some questions about the subject to our guests and certainly having some discussions about it. So what do you guys think about the topic of the flat earth? It's a 50-50 for a lot of people. Some people will um, laugh at it and not question it. And the other 50 will uh, be open-minded to it. I definitely think that um, the majority go in the laughing category. Once you go flat, you never go back. Oh, yeah. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one, one thing I would say about the, the flat earth is that it, it seems to me that it's you get kind of broadly two categories of conspiracy theory, don't you? You get like multifaceted versus kind of like single issue theories. So like, for instance, if you're talking about the JFK assassination or something, like whether you believe in it or not, that doesn't really kind of change how you think about the world. Whereas the flat earth is a lot more all encompassing, which is why I, th I feel like it's got such a like wide appeal at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that goes to like the nature of the question right it's an existential question like where am i and from that extends like why do i exist why am i here what is my purpose and you know if your foundation is an idea of where you are which is erroneous then you know it's a pretty important question to find the ultimate answer to. it's not like you know if you find out you know jfk was assassinated no one's life changes you're just like yeah okay cool yeah move on you can't yeah, the earth like is move a big on one. from living like you know in a in a uh, two thousand years of history that was been wrong. You know, it's hard to just move on from that. I feel like there was a reason why that this was our first episode that we actually featured as in our podcast would be because of the fact that it's the common thread that binds all of us here. Uh, we all met on a flat Earth server, so I think that's interesting. We are all a part of that movement itself that's i mean it's such a huge topic but we all come to know that the earth 
is not what they have told us. And I think that um, kind of shows, you know, the mother of all conspiracies, right? Like the place where you actually live is not what they told you that it is. Hence the question or, you know, the, one of the, the reasons why the show was named this way, why would they lie? It's because of the fact that is like one of the, I would say, secondary questions that you would ask when you come to find out that such a, a huge topic, you know, is really the, the case, you know, and then you start asking why would they lie? So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge topic and it, there's multifaceted. It encumbers a lot of different other little uh, mini categories, but yeah, it's, it's a reason why, you know, we, I guess have a, a lot of experience talking about it because we've been on a uh, flat earth discord, you know, having conversations about the flat earth. So yeah, it's definitely one of the the biggest topics that we can actually talk about. And so, I mean, we're all friends here, even, even our guests, Mary mom. I mean, we're all, we're all a family together on that server. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just wanted to maybe throw this out to Mary Mom. She is our special guest. Um, why do you think... So make the case to us. Why do you think that if, if I was someone who was kind of disinterested, I didn't really care about the Flat Earth, like, why should I care about it? What, it, what is it about this topic that the average person should really engage? Like, why should they engage with this topic? That is a good question. Yeah, because I think it's interesting, you know, as you said, starting with this um, topic, which for many people who are on a quest for truth, flat earth is often like the culmination of this long journey through all these other, you know, so-called conspiracies, which we come to find out are actually, you know, explorations often into um, alternative ex explanations to the mainstream conspiracy theory, which is often full of holes. So after you go through all of those, like I heard um, several of you in the introductory episode before that, talking about your journey, you know, often through these different conspiracies. And um, I know a lot of people kind of end with the flat earth, you could say, although I wouldn't say it's an ending. It's more like a beginning. And um, one reason why I think it's very important and one reason why I think in a lot of so-called truth communities, People are scared away from it um, because I did find that in my journey through truth is that um, many um, places, um, you know, such as Alex Jones, Project Avalon, a um, bunch of YouTube people, um, even though they're, they're supposedly presenting an alternate viewpoint, there's also this kind of psyop within the psyop where they're not, they're discouraging people from even looking at the topic of flat earth. Like, for example, Project Avalon, I mentioned that's a huge forum of so-called alternative theories. They will not even let you mention the topic of flat earth, but they'll talk about 9-11, they'll talk about JFK, they'll talk about chemtrails, they'll talk about everything under the sun, but it's literally forbidden to discuss that um, run by Bill Ryan, who's been in kind of the truth business for a long time. So that's just one example of why I feel like it took me so long to get here. So then you ask, why is it important? which is a natural question that comes out of why is everyone discouraging people from actually looking into the facts, right? Even these people who claim to be going against the mainstream, who claim to be all about truth, they are discouraging people actively from looking into the flat earth, just saying, oh, flat earthers are a bunch of retards. They're just trying to make us look bad. That's what the, tr the so-called truthers say. Oh, flat earth is just a psyop introduced to make us look silly. 
But none of those people who say that, they could just be parroting that. They could be believing it. They could be, you know, uh, deciding to do that for whatever reason of their own, to keep their own kind of weird little conspiracy, you know, uh, money-making schemes alive. But nonetheless, the reason why it's important is because it is the one that is happening now that, you know, has to do with your actual existence here on the earth. It's not a historical event such as 9-11-01 or JFK or the Titanic or Sandy Hook or any of these other ones. Those are all historic events, right? None of us can go into a time machine and find out if we're right or not about all these different scenarios people come out, out up with about what actually happened on that day. Many people can agree, oh, the government version is definitely wrong. You can get people to agree on that. Then they sit around in all these little you know, rabbit holes arguing about what's the actual thing that happened. Why does that even matter? You're never going to find out, especially since uh, we know that uh, time is an imaginary construct and the whole concept of space-time is part of the uh, you know, globe lie. Uh, we know you're never going to find out. You're never, ever going to find out. So you don't even, why waste time with that? Flat Earth is something you can find out for yourself. You can go out, you can observe it, you can measure it, you can test it. And it has to do with the objective reality that everyone experiences because we all experience a flat and stationary earth. And that's why it is so threatening to the powers that be. So, you know, have in my time on the 24-7 Flat Earth Discord 2.0 server, um, very rarely does anyone who comes in with the globe perspective, you know, thinking that the WGS 84 globe model accurately represents reality. I, I've, I can only think of it happening two times where a person comes in and says, uh, oh, you, got, you know, I'll ask them like, oh, well, what brought you here? Why are you interested? And this is like after talking to like literally thousands of people. Um, I can only remember one guy for sure. I feel like I'll give, it, I'll give you two because it might happen twice. But the one guy I remember being very impressed with because he said, oh, I saw these YouTube videos like uh, anti-flat earth, anti-flat earth. When I searched flat earth, all I saw was uh, all this anti-flat earth. I, I don't remember if he used propaganda, but basically what he was describing was propaganda, like videos that had no substance to them, basically just like attack videos, right? And so he, that is what made this intelligent um, glober, as we would call him, um, decide that he needed to look into this because it's kind of like a case of, you know, I think they're protesting too much. Like why do the powers that be care so much about the flat earth? Why does, did Obama bring up the flat earth, you know, multiple times and talk about how we don't have time for meeting the flat earth society and so on. Must be a dangerous topic for them to even care so much to put out this uh, counteroffensive that they put out of, you know, it's ridiculous, stupid, they're all retards, don't even bother looking into it. So it's a very rare person that has enough of an objective mindset or has been trained enough in logical thinking to realize that suspicious behavior. And most people just Go along with the program, react the way they're told to react, go with the crowd, don't want to have anything to do with anything where they might be possibly made fun of, and so on. So it's important because it's very clear and broadcast everywhere that they don't want you looking into it. So anytime the uh, powers that be who hoard and control all the resources who have now established a worldwide tyranny on the earth tell me not to look into something, I'm definitely going to look into that first thing. Fantastic. Um, there's a number of points to pick up on there, um, but the first one I would I would ask you is um, the name of the show. Uh, why would why would they lie about this? 
That is a very good question. And on this, uh, you know, aforementioned 24-7 Flatter Discord server, we have people come in all the time asking that. Why would they lie? And it's, you know, uh, oftentimes we will try to get them to realize um, because it is it is a first question that people do ask, which is why I think your podcast is great as, you know, as a concept and a title um, because so many people aren't even capable of um, looking into the facts because they can't even get their head around how could even possible, you know, all the governments of the world are in on this or everybody that works at NASA is lying. How could they keep a secret that long? Blah, 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 blah. Which we could get into all of those points of how obviously people do lie, mm-hmm. keep secrets all the time. I mean, why do we even have, you know, classified levels? I mean, everybody knows we have classified levels of government information that are kept secret from people. And you're trying to tell me you think the governments who are making billions of dollars literally off of this lie are, are incapable of lying? People lie for $100. People lie for $10. Exactly. People probably lie for a dollar. You know, and so, the important, yeah. like the important part about yeah. it is that when they say, when we say that they're lying, I mean, a lot of people just assume, oh, everybody from the high up people to the janitor is lying to you. That's not the case, right, Mary? It's not like every single person who has ever worked for NASA, right down to their janitors, are all behind this lie, which a lot of people yes. think that they have to be behind it. Yes, and I think it's a lot, and a lot of times it's younger people who are thinking that who haven't like. At, you know, they haven't had a job where they realize, mm-hmm. like, you know, when you have your job, it's not like you are, you know, there's compartmentalization. You just kind of come in and do your little thing and try not to get in trouble. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I even felt kind of, I would say, obligated to get involved in the Flat Earth Movement because I was a public school teacher for many years, a public school, high school science teacher who, you know, pushed the globe, you could say, on people. Although I wasn't saying I was like sitting there <laughs> pushing it. It wasn't like one of these globe zealots. But it was like yep, you just the posted book. the physical evidence. We have the physical evidence. Oh my gosh! You're, not, <laughs> you're never going to let me live that down. I shall never reveal another. I'll never mention again. it again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can talk about that more later. Sure, um, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah but the I- irony of you teaching it—sorry, Crystal—the irony of you teaching it and being here. I mean, you were you were teaching this to people and now you've done a, a 180 and you're like, this is wrong. And I've been lied to. And I've taught all these kids in front well, of me that this lie. Well, well, let me, let me ask a question. So my question is, okay. So you wrote a paper that is pro globe, anti flat earth basically. And were you lying or did you just believe it? Oh, okay. I'll tell you if you really want to get into that story. Yes. Well, I, well, I just want to, I want the basis of like, I was not lying. No, I was confused. No, if anything, Indio 007, I was lying. I was pretending I believed more in the globe um, than I did because I was afraid of what my professor would think if I wrote a paper totally saying, gosh, this globe model doesn't have very much evidence in reality, does it? And I wanted to get my degree. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I was, that was my last class before I got my master's degree. And I'm like, I'm not making any waves now. You know what I mean? So I think, uh, yeah. And I think that's common. You know what I mean? I wasn't going to go out at that time when I just kind of found out about it. I was looking at bad sources like the Flatter Society, very bad source, never look there for information. Um, you know, I was getting bad information that was just making me more confused. And so if anything, I mean, we see people like cling ferociously to their fantasy globe model. I was one of them. I'm like, ah, 
yeah, not this role model, especially when my only alternative is these crazy people at the Flat Earth Society who sit around all day arguing about the model, you know, the Flat Earth model. That's what they do over there. If you guys have never looked at the Flat Earth Society forum, mm-hmm. they sit there and because you've heard of their, you know, straw man model of the disc flying through space, being propelled upward at 9.8 meters per second squared. That's only one of their models. They sit over there and then they have like, you know, Shirley says, oh, I don't think it's that one. I think the disc is uh, not moving through space or I think the disc is hovering in space or I think the out- outer edge just looks like this. I am not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. That's what I'm getting into. And that's why after I wrote the paper, I didn't, I just put flat earth on the shelf. I'm like, there's no good information about this. If I ever want to figure it out, I'll have to figure it out for myself, which I did eventually do. But, um, but, you know, at the time I'm like, I'm not hanging out with these flat earth society people. They're a bunch of nutcases. So just, just to clarify, are you saying that anyone who should be interested in this subject should avoid the flat earth society entirely? Or are you saying that they should maybe read what they have to say, but take everything with a pinch of salt? Like, what would you advise? I would advise avoiding them entirely, going to the 24-7 Flat Earth Discord server and looking in the info channels there. And then there are, and there's some good people on YouTube who put out some good information, you know, and kind of just finding some, and, and then just testing the information for yourself. Um, because, yeah, the Flat Earth Society is specifically designed to confuse people, to lead people away from Flat Earth, to develop something that is so utterly ridiculous that it does provide something to make fun of. But what is happening over there has, at Flat Earth Society has absolutely nothing to do with what I did then find out, you know, a couple years later. Um, you know, what actual people who are serious about the Flat Earth, who have done their own demonstrations and experiments, um, have shown because um, I, I didn't even understand at the time because of my mindset, you know, coming off the globe model, it seemed reasonable to me that you would want to have a model of the flat earth, right? Like at the time I thought, oh, this is interesting. They're all arguing about this. I don't have time to try to figure out which one of these models is good. So I'm just not doing this because I just got my master's degree. I'm focusing on my career, my children and so on. I didn't have time to do that. But now, you know, now I understand why, you know, not only are all those models ridiculous, you know, fantasies, like pretty much as ridiculous as the globe model, right? The flatter society models, if not more so, and that they are only set up to discredit the truth and the obvious reality that when you go out and you, you know, try to measure the curvature, which, you know, according to even mainstream pseudoscience, we should be able to observe this curvature um, with things disappearing from view in the distance at the rate of eight inches per mile squared. When you go out to actually look for that in the real world where we live, no computer models, you know, no nothing, no models. You don't need models to go out and do your own observation. You don't find that anywhere. In fact, you find like wildly to the contrary that we're able to see outrageously far distances and often just with our own, you know, naked eye. And then if you get in, you know, high powered optical equipment or start thinking about, you know, um, radar signals and uh, infrared photography and all that even further. Um, and then I, you know, I had seen before I even, this is like maybe over 10 years ago, I'd seen Chicago um, across Lake Michigan at um, more, a distance of more than 52 miles. The famous um, photo by Joshua Nowicki that's taken from Sawyer, Michigan, Warren Dunes is 52 miles, but I'd seen it from uh, further north, South Haven, which is further. 
um, with my naked eye. You can see Lake, you can see Chicago across Lake Michigan. That's just known around here in Michigan where I live. Um, so I already knew that when I started, I actually did actually get to that figure, eight inches per mile square, which back in 2016, when I was first researching that and never saw that number or those figures or that idea anywhere on the Flat Earth Society website or anywhere else that I looked. I wasn't looking on YouTube because I just wasn't into YouTube. I don't personally, I wasn't a YouTube person. I don't, I still am not. I don't really like watching videos. I prefer to read stuff. So I, that's, I think you're at a disadvantage because there is much better stuff on YouTube if you can find it. Um, but anyway, um, getting back to the point about Chicago, that is an impossibility on a globe of dimensions claim. So once I knew that, and actually, I think the first place I saw that information was a book by Edward Hendry um, called like the greatest lie on earth, maybe? Yeah, greatest lie on earth, proof our world is not a spinning globe. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Anyway, H-E-N-D-R-I-E is his last name, Edward Hendry. That is, I believe, the first place I actually saw that. Once I saw that and realized, you know, I'd already seen on the Great Lakes, not just Chicago, but like islands, Beaver Island from Charlevoix, you can see under certain conditions, islands I'd seen up in, when I was in Drummond Island looking across to Canada. Like, I just realized, like, through my whole life, I've been seeing further than I should be seeing, according to these calculations based on geometric shape. I mean, it's all over for me then, which is why I think a lot of times, even though we, uh, as, you know, people who are very deeply into the flat earth movement, we just throw that number all, you know, around all the time, right? Eight inches per mile square. But many people don't know that or don't realize the implications of that. And I think that is by design. Sure. So do you, um, I don't know if maybe someone else wants to leap in and ask you a question, but um, could you maybe go into the, the specifics of the geometry um, for, for our listeners? Yeah, well, I know, um, I, I mean, without getting it, I mean, when I first looked into it, I was happy just using the Pythagorean theorem, which is what, you know, using the radius of uh, 3,959 miles, you can come up with this figure of roughly eight inches per mile squared is the distance at which um, things must disappear. Although I know other globers will argue about that, say it's a parabola, but even if you use the parabola, you still end up with, it doesn't even matter what you use, you end up with roughly eight inches per mile squared. And often when the globers argue with you, it turns out uh, if they were right, you know, that it would end up being worse for them. So a lot of times they just take advantage of people being afraid of math and try to say, ah, not really this it's that but in either way i mean if you actually look at the math involved that is the figure and because it's a you know exponential function it's not a linear function which would keep increasing at the same rate in a straight line it's the exponential function which means not only does it increase the rate at which it increase you know the rate at which is increasing is also increasing so you have the actual number increasing along with the rate at which it's increasing which makes that you know makes it just keep going up and up and up and up to the point where, yeah, 10 miles, you should, things should be hidden behind 66 feet of drop, 25 miles, um, which is a distance at which some of the laser tests have been conducted. Um, objects should be hidden by over 300 feet of drop. And yet we see the lasers hitting the target at 25 miles and at other distances. And then when you get up to 52 miles, um, like this famous photo taken by Joshua Nowicki and also confirmed by Mary Mom with the very own eyes more than one time. I told you how I saw it decades ago before I knew anything about it, but I also saw it last summer um, after I did understand the implications. And I encourage anyone to do their own observations because once you see it with your own eyes and you see that's not a, 
Mirage. I see that. Also, I also know that Mirages do not present themselves like that, um, you know, that uh, view presents itself. So we have people lying about what Mirages are, lying about how far you should see. And at 52 miles, you should have the entire city skyline of Chicago hidden, you know, behind um, over 1,800 feet of curvature, which is, you know, an enormous amount. We just do not see that anywhere. Yeah, thank you for the comprehensive answer. Mm. Um, does there, anyone else have any questions for Mary yeah. Mom? Yeah, I do have one because yeah, I, I think it's interesting that once you start to understand that the Earth isn't what they told, they told us it is, how hard is it then to kind of tell others? I mean, you got what we call normies right out there that are just going on their daily lives. They don't oblivious to anything and you know, just eat, work and sleep. You know, they don't really think about much. You know, they're indifferent about topics and, you know, like the ones we're talking about right now. But how hard is it, do you think, Mary Mom, to uh, actually have a conversation with somebody at a level where it's just you're, you're trying to convey this information to them? You think it's super difficult or you think there's a way that we can actually talk to people that, I mean, isn't abrasive or do you feel like you have to go or you know, every person is different. You'd have to just adjust, you know, the conversation to person to person or how that would you go a about question. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, my view on that has changed over time. Um, like, I, like, so let's say I've been looking into this topic for like, um, over four years, but then like, I, it's only been like two years where I would say I was confident, like, Oh yeah, this is definitely, you know, definitely, I, you know, would bet my life on if you wanted me to, like, there's no way this globe has any basis in reality. You know, once you get to that point, I feel like, at least for me, and it might be different for other people, like my, when I first realized that, I'm like, everybody has to know this. I have to tell everyone. I have to find some way to convince everyone in the whole world this is obviously the case because once you actually see the facts, like it was for me, like I saw, like I told you, once I saw the actual math measurements and observations behind it, it's just like, well, of course, this is so easy. Like I just said about those other conspiracies, this is way easier to explain to someone than, you know, something about, you know, 911 and did, did the Muslims do it? Did uh, the Israelis do it? Did our government do it? Did we all do it together? Were there planes? Were there no planes? You know, that whole uh, rabbit hole of stuff. This is way simpler than that. You can just take them to the lake and say, there it is. And here's the calculations. Why you shouldn't see it? And the Pythagorean theorem is not even that hard. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. How is that? How hard is that? You learn that in middle school, right? Middle school math is what we're talking about here. And even children, I mean, children, even easier than that, because most of them, if you don't, you know, they haven't been indoctrinated yet, it's even easier to explain it to them. Uh, Full-grown adults, the most difficult ones to explain is what I came to find out, because many people prefer to remain in delusion. And so they have some kind, and I don't know all the psychology behind it. You know, maybe that's for someone else to explore why it is that people prefer to remain in delusion, even when logic, you know, facts, evidence, and even mathematics are on our side. Um, and, and, and part of that is because people haven't been trained in simple logic. So, you know, for example, um, you know, the modus tollens argument presented by quantum eraser having to do with the black swan observation of the oil rigs. I mean, that just was right up my alley when he came out with that because being, you know, 
I taught not only science, but math. So like I'm really into geometry and proofs and all that. Like mathematical proofs is my favorite class. Classes. So I'm like, I here we go. Nothing else to say about this. Definitely true. And you think people are going to say, yep, you're absolutely right. It's just a, a, you know, intellectual exercise. No big deal. Yep, you're absolutely right. Globe models of failure doesn't predict reality and fails on these thousands of other counts, fails to predict what we actually see in terms of the movement of heavenly bodies. Outer space is an impossibility because it violates, you know, the uh, natural law and so on. Like, I really thought it was just a matter of just getting those arguments out there. Come to find out and being very disappointed, Miggy, that wasn't as, it wasn't as easy as you very well know. Because some people, they just can't handle the concept that there's not big daddy mommy and got, you know, big daddy government, nanny state, taking care of us, having everything under control. Everything's decided and figured out by people smarter than you. All I have to do is go to work, pay my taxes, watch TV, put my mask on, and they are taking care of all that hard stuff. This lady wants me to think. Must be something wrong with her. Let's get angry and call her a retard. So I have come to accept that, and it's actually, I'm much more at peace now since I have decided I am not responsible for shaking everyone out of their delusion because I'm not the one that put them there in the first place. If they choose to be there, that's perfectly fine. I'm happy to not be in delusion and I'm happy to help anyone who would like to leave delusion and join the objective reality of the flat earth where we actually live, which is what you actually experience when you take your shoes off and walk around in your yard. It's flat, it's not moving. Never seen curvature anywhere. No matter how much you deluded yourself, that's just a TV show you watched with bad science fiction put out by NASA, way overpriced, taking food out of my children's bellies and kind of agitating me at times, but uh, I'm doing better now, Miggy. I don't think I had to save everyone. So that's, is that, does that answer your yeah. question? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> great. The passion. You, you got it. Sometimes you just got to bring it right. I mean, when, when you're speaking to them, because I mean, if you're just kind of like, well, you know, if you're making it, uh, make it an option for them, you know, they'll, they'll find a way out. But if you're like, look, there's really nothing that they have in the way of evidence. I mean, when you think about it. So if you you've had, you present your case, I mean, it's something that they can actually look at and they're, you know, logical and they really think about it, they're going to see that there's nothing that uh, they have to present that, you know, the case for the globe. So, yeah, it's. And that, and that's, and that is, I have to say, maybe just to give you some credit here, I have learned from you to be a little calmer than I was in case you don't remember <laughs> what I was like. We first, I first came to serve, I did get a lot more agitated about uh, people who were refused to see basic reality right in front of their face. But, you know, it's not our problem, is it? It's their problem if they, you know, That's right. that. Yeah, we already know, you know, the truth is, and we know how it has actually helped us in our lives, which, um, you know, you ask why is Flat Earth important? I mean, just a little to sell it for you. Like for me, it's helped me um, to not only like leave a bunch of those fairy tales behind, they're just taking up space in my mind that could be used for reality and, logic and projects I want to do and just freed up a whole bunch of energy that when you're living in that cognitive dissonance, you're wasting a lot of energy because everything you're being told is, you know, on the television pretty much, or a large portion of it is contradicting what you're experiencing in reality. So I think it's, it is like personally has been very helpful to me, which is why I don't mind helping people get to that point of understanding the truth and kind of leaving that delusion behind and realizing how you're really better off doing it. 
but I'm not going to be like, you know, agitating or stressing myself out or like using up all that newfound energy to try to drag them kicking and screaming because it really, you know, like it, it, these people who have already placed all of their own, you know, God-given free will and, you know, their birthright of being born on this earth, this place and time for whatever it is that their purpose and destiny is, if they're just giving that over to the government or to the boob tube, like, you know, that's too bad for you. Like, I mean, that's your loss. And I'm, you know, sad that that's happening. And I do actually think when people do actually come to the point where they deny truth, I think that is a um, like watershed moment for people. I don't know exactly what happens to them after that because I don't always see them do it. But one thing I do notice, Mickey, is that you asked about like talking to people kind of in the, not just the discord, but the regular world. People right. get really annoyed when you're like too confident about that. You know what I mean? Like they'll say stuff like, oh, you just sound like you have it all figured out. How can you possibly know for sure that you're absolutely right? I get that a lot. I don't know if you guys do. It might just be my attitude. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, do you absolutely know for sure? Like what, you're yeah, so confident yeah, when, you, yeah, when you're yeah. talking about it. You know, they, yeah. It's weird that that bothers them, it, but it doesn't bother me that that bothers them because like maybe that does uh, make things stick in their mind more. Because I know with myself, I've been deluded. I'm not, and I'm not even saying now, I'm definitely deluded in a lot of areas, I'm sure. I mean, I know about eight inches per mile squared, a lot of things I still don't know about. So I'm sure I'm totally deluded, a bunch of stuff. But then like stuff I've been deluded about in the past, I've gone back and remembered, oh, that lady, my neighbor was trying to tell me about that. And I was such a stubborn brat teenager about, you know, I didn't listen to her at all. Because so I've had that experience where a thing sticks in your mind. And if it, the more it annoys you, Sometimes the more you'll remember it years later and say, oh, that, that Discord, he, that uh, Mickey, that Indio, you know, that crypto, that BNB, that highest guy, they really did know what they're talking about. So I, I do think that happens more than you would think, even though they might not track you down and tell you, you know. Well, let, let me play devil's advocate, right? So don't worry, it won't be that hard of a question. Oh, yes, I'm sure. A, a, a lot of golfers ask, I, I hear this all the time, so. What would it take to prove to you that the Earth's a globe? So that's my question to you. What type of evidence would need to be presented to you to make you go back to the ball? Question. Well, I, yeah, because there have been um, Globers that come into the Discord server and say, you know, if I took you up in a spaceship and showed you <laughs> the planet of Earth from space, would you believe it then? I mean, I literally, because... I mean, the, I, I meant, I, I meant an answer that. that. Yeah, no, it can't start with if or imagine. <laughs> it has to be like something actual. Like, what would, what, what could they show? Like, what could be shown to you? Because, you know, like you said, they say, if I could do this or imagine that, like, those aren't serious people. I mean, like, a serious person that says, hey, I have proof that Earth's a globe. Um, here it is. Like, what would that, what would that proof look like? I mean, what would convince I, you? Like, yeah, seriously. I guess. Yeah. The, I mean, I have not thought about it like quite like that. Cause if they took me up in the spaceship, I would assume that they're either taking me to a virtual reality or that I have now been transported to another dimension where my entire experience for all the years I've been on the earth is actually canceled out and uh, they brought me somewhere else. But in terms of like actually on the earth, you'd have to explain to me, yes, how it is possible for me to see these uh, objects that I've seen, the islands, the lighthouses, you know, the horizon, the ships, and so on that I've seen on the Great Lakes my entire life, 
um, which I now understand are mathematical and logical impossibility. You'd have to explain like, what is the way? And that, and that actually brings up a good point because I am a person who does explore all sides of the issue. When, and I got kind of freaked out when I realized, oh my gosh, there's more to this flat earth thing than I thought. That's going to like make me all conflicted about my career, my life, my family, you know, teaching, all this stuff. I did not want to be a flat earther. Believe me, that's not something I went out looking for. So I went and watched a bunch of debunking videos on YouTube, which you can easily find by Googling flat earth. And your first, you know, 100 results will probably be debunking flat earth videos, making fun of flat earthers. And that was actually, if one of them had explained it to me in any kind of logical fashion, you know, that would actually, um, you know, go along with what I know to be natural law or how optics work or how mirages work or how the atmosphere works or how water works. If any one of those videos had actually used observable, repeatable, testable science, that would have convinced me. But you know what they did instead when I watched those debunking videos? It made me realize, oh my gosh, this is the best they have to offer. And this video has hundreds of thousands of views. And it's basically just a propaganda piece with a bunch of pictures of the globe. If any one of those debunking flat earth videos had contained any credible, scientific, observable, testable, repeatable evidence about how um, you could use actual optics, actual natural law, actual mathematics, actual logic to show and explain how I have seen objects in the distance that I shouldn't have seen my entire life on the Great Lakes, that would have convinced me. I was ready to be convinced. Believe me, I was ready to be convinced, but none of them did. All they had were, you know, ad hominems and uh, kind of like flashy videos and, you know, making fun of flat earthers or like, pseudoscience or like scientific inaccuracies. I mean, not, I don't remember a single one of them that presented anything that um, I knew to be scientific. You know, they'll say words, they'll say words that you can find in a science glossary. They'll say refraction, refraction, that explains Chicago, mirage, mirage. But they clearly, when you actually listen to them, have no idea how refraction works, have no idea how mirages actually present themselves in reality. And are just obfuscating. And that's when I realized I'm in big trouble here. This is the best they got. I'm in big trouble here. So definitely, if you want to be convinced about the flat earth and you're a person who is intellectually honest or has a logical bone in your body, watch some flat earth debunking videos because those are the best evidence for me that there really is something to this flat earth thing. Yeah, that's the oh, ironic that part. <laughs> the debunking <laughs> ones are the ones that prove the flat earth. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Okay, guys, are we um, are we ready to leap into our first uh, regular segment? Bitch, come on! <laughs> yes. yes. All right. Okay, so if you're all ready, I'm just going to play the intro music for the segment. Here we go. Bitch, come on! Bitch, come on! Bitch, come on! Yeah, come on, bitch! <laughs> bitch, come on! Come on, bitch. This Uber is making drier than the Sahara Desert. <laughs> That's a keeper. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> well, as it uh, says in the tin, this is Bitch Come On, where shit makes us a bitch come on. And uh, Kai and I have uh, did the honours of collecting 10 pieces of Bitch Come On material. And uh, Kai's going to kick us off with our first five. Kai? Yes. 
I have them here. I've been so excited for this segment. I, me and Bambi <laughs> both love roasting people, so we cannot wait. So do you guys want to just go into what the segment's about before we like crack into it fully? Sure, um, yeah. Um, fuck you. We just take hate comments. Um, we just take hate comments. Right now we're taking them from Flat Earth Discord live stream, but each episode we might take them from other YouTube conspiracy videos, and I'm sure at some point we'll have enough haters ourselves, so we'll have our own content. Yeah, I mean, we found I found them from all over. The ones, some of the ones that I found were from YouTube comments on some of the the live streams that we we do over at Twenty Four Seven Flat Earth Discord Two Point Some of the comments we get. So, yeah, a couple of them are those. We actually have a. One that Miggy has so graciously selected. Miggy, was that one from today when you were live streaming? That one that you got? Yeah. Yes, that was actually streaming today, right <laughs> as we we're doing this show. So, well, Kai, we got our first hate comment. <laughs> Not really a hate <laughs> comment, it's more of a, a bitch comment. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yes. We just collect these, it's, it's comments stupid things it's not really just insults and and hate comments it's it's more things that people say that is just it just makes you say bitch come on it's exactly it is is that all right (laughs) (laughs) should we read the first one our first victim (laughs) let's go kicking okay so the original question came from brain shape investigator and he asked what started the rotation and i'm assuming this is he's talking about the rotation of and this guy named i don't even know how to say his name philippe patain official said probably an asteroid strike sent it into orbit or something <laughs> that's that's a real bitch come on <laughs> like the earth was just sitting still <laughs> and then like an asteroid just came and hit it and now it's just been spinning ever since oh my that's a bitch I, come I don't on know. <laughs> just this ball that stood still in, in space and you know this little asteroid just knocks it and it's like oh i'm i'm forever spinning now what a shame <laughs> <laughs> well, oh that's your education you... system folks <laughs> exactly and wouldn't there be like mini that would have after all these years, like, yeah, we should have lots like hitting us, right? Yeah, <laughs> we've been spinning all this time. Shouldn't it slow down and get hit again? <laughs> one direction one day, another direction. <laughs> or if, or if the, the spin slows down to a gradual halt, and we're just stuck in daytime for some parts of the world and nighttime for oh, others shit. forever <laughs> until we get hit again. <laughs> oh, my god. Okay, the next That's one we have. One Protocol said water is not flat. And Phil, is this Professor Phil? That is Professor Phil, ma'am. <laughs> he says water is never flat. And I was just thinking, holy shit! Like, then how would, like, how would you even ice skate? Like, what is water like? Level it would instead. <laughs> yeah, well, like, and I was just thinking, like, the first thing that popped in my mind is like. When, like, if you were to ice skate over a frozen lake, like, it would actually be more like a, like a skate park. It would go down and dip under if it curled like that. 
Yeah. And that that man is a professor. Like you said, it's it's Professor <laughs> Phil. This man is a professor in Australia teaching, I think it's physics. And he's claiming that water is never, and might I add, and the screenshot that Kai's got, never is in capitals. Water is never flat. I'd like him to show me not flat water. Okay, 50 Unorthodox said, concepts represent real world phenomena, like all ideas in physics, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that needs a <laughs> That's just so sad. Yeah. <laughs> concepts represent real world. That Wow, that's that's pretty good. That's a good one. That's a bitch. Come on, bitch. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what else have you got for us, Kay? All right, brother Ed said gravity is the necessary antecedent for a pressure gradient in our atmosphere. We have a pressure gradient in our atmosphere, therefore gravity exists. Oh, so that's wow. how we prove gravity. the fact that there's a gradient means gravity exactly it's a bold claim (laughs) when i'm looking at this profile picture it's really scary it's like you took jesus and like photoshopped this like evil looking person on there this guy yeah (laughs) really strange looking that's, Thanks, that's what you got. That's this is this is the best we got for the Globers. And we have one <laughs> more from uh, AK KK. At the South Pole, a compass would point south. <laughs> oh no! At the North Pole. Sorry. At the North Pole, a compass would point south. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, come on. <laughs> Oh my god. One more time, Kai, just for everyone to hear, because that's going to be said twice. Right. I gotta say, this is coming from people who believe in the globe, okay? At the North Pole, a compass would point south. <laughs> oh, oh man. That's pretty good. That's pretty, um... Yeah, I don't know how you came up with that one, but, uh... Makes sense. What can I say? Globe's over. That's it. Go home. (laughs) Sorry, flat earth is over. Go home. All right. Now I have uh, five more beautiful things for us here. This one is from um, someone called OK Buddy. OK Buddy says things that do not have matter can still be physical. Mm hmm. That's so buddy. Bitch, come on. <laughs> buddy, I would I would like you to show me something that's physical with no matter. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Next up we have an infamous woman called Brenda. Um Brenda says meteorites do have a return address. <laughs> um, I, mean, I can hear the voice meteorites <laughs> like bitch come on do they just come down to earth like with a little post-it note like in their back pocket like this is where I'm from please return to me when I crash <laughs> oh my god I, I just send just them back hear her voice 
Oh, oh saying that. Oh my gosh. Um, wow. Okay. Third one. <sighs> Negotiator says, you do not manipulate the cause. <sighs> you don't manipulate the cause. <laughs> wow. You would fail. You know. <laughs> Bitch, come on. I don't think he understands what he's talking about. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Fourth one. This comes from Memetastic. And this is a meme of what he says. They should have had six levels for this video. By the way, it's on a flat earth video. If you haven't noticed. They should have had six video six levels for this video, which goes flat earther. Child, teen, college student, graduate, and expert. A, chi- a flat earther being beneath a child. Wow. Wow. That's someone who's clearly never looked into flat earth, isn't it? Bitch, come on. Do <laughs> 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 you think a child? Okay, that explains itself. Come Last on. One. <laughs> come on. Last one. I kept the best for last. <clears throat> Cherry says... I wish we could just shove the globe up your asses. Maybe getting butt fucked will show you <laughs> what theory makes you their bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a good globe proof right there. Um, <laughs> bitch, come on. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, wow. There is another one. Crypto, I know you're going to be editing this and um, kind of cutting this. The other one is obviously, I was going to do it for the after show, but because this this isn't live on YouTube, of course. So we can technically read it here and have it in the podcast. Should we do that? Yeah, I'm all right with that. I don't. Yeah, it's down to Maggie, really. Maggie, does that sound okay? Yeah, it's over 18 on my live stream, so. Perfect. Alrighty then. Let me just grab this one up. This one. <clears throat> You're not actually doing that one, are you? I'm doing it, India. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, Hold on to your chair. <laughs> I read in. this one to India yesterday. <laughs> when I was uh, I was like, should this is this worth it? Should I <laughs> do it? Should I do do it. This is a special someone. This person is special. All right, let me just grab it up. Um here we go. <clears throat> This is from someone called Right Ted or Right Ed. It's in that funny font. So it's R I G H T E D. So Right Ed. <clears throat> Hold on to your seats, fasten your seatbelts, brace yourself. Honestly, how fucking retarded do you have to be to believe in flat earth? I mean, when you buy a globe, the globe is round, right? Basically, the earth is a big globe. But no, you're too retarded to believe that. So here it is. I'll explain it to you illiterate people. The earth is fucking round. You don't believe me? Go to the fucking moon and prove me wrong. If I have it wrong, you can rape me to death. Are you happy now? No? You can't be pleased with that? Jesus, you must be retarded as fuck aren't you this is the same level of anti-vax shit you're all retarded 
I honestly hope you don't produce any offspring. I feel so sad for those children to have to carry around your retarded chromosomes. Jesus, man. Just because you believe the government isn't always telling the truth doesn't mean you have to deny everything they say. The next time you say that the earth is a pear and it has a fucking nipple on top, being sucked sucked by God himself. Use some basic knowledge, you retarded fuck. The earth is a globe. If you deny that, you should be deported to North Korea. That means no hentai for you, you fucking retard. I hope you get raped to death by Bill Cosby or something. You deserve the most painful death that can be thought of. Jesus fucking Christ. I hope you rot in hell where everything is shaped like a globe, even the earth. Is it that hard to accept the truth? Fucking gay furries, gay lollicon addicts, gay gays. You deserve a special spot in hell. At Morvis, which is... End up. <laughs> Pitch, come on. <laughs> this, guy, this guy must be so constipated. <laughs> Listen, angry. he seriously Listen. needed that run. Someone broke a stick up in his ass. I mean, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said that you can rape him to death before then saying he was going to rape you to death. Like, yeah. And uh, <gasps> next thing, we'll be saying that the earth is a pear shaped with God sucking its nipple. <laughs> <laughs> but Neil deGrasse Tyson already says that too. And it's oh a pear my shape. God. That was amazing. There you go. That was the uh, top one of the week, I think. <laughs> that was my ab workout, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's. Uh, when- <laughs> Furry gays. <laughs> what did he say? It's literally at the end, he goes, "You gay gays, gay gays." Followed by <laughs> you. Uh, sorry, he goes, "Fucking gay furries, gay lolicon addicts, gay gays." You deserve a special. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't offended until he said the double gay. So the double gay. How <laughs> <me>. dare you! <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, right at the end of that message on twenty four seven flat Earth Discord, we have a moderator called Marvis. At the end of that message, he just added Marvis. <laughs> that message <laughs> was to poor little Marv, <laughs> who probably did nothing wrong. <laughs> and this man is being told. <laughs> Go to the moon and then follow it up by raping him to death. (laughs) Romantic. So I think that commences. Bitch, come on. (laughs) We'll end it there. Oh my god. (laughs) Phenomenal. Poor guy. Just how does that guy have so much anger? (laughs) I don't know, but uh, that's impressive. For your guys' sake, I'm gonna I'm gonna post you guys in the the text chat that we've got, so you can see it that I was not making this up. <laughs> <laughs> Every word of what I said came from Rated or Rated or whatever his name is. It is beautiful. There we go. I saved that forever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's like right down the bottom, gay game. Oh my god. <laughs> What is a lollicon? Lo- okay, so a lolly is is it's a Japanese thing. It's basically underage girls. It's hot. 
prepubescent cartoon porn. Oh, yeah, weird. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's yeah. like the girls that lick the doorknob. Have you seen that? No, I don't know. What no, you <laughs> I don't know what you're watching. <laughs> no, it's this thing where these girls they are into these girls. It's just a picture of their face, and they're like licking the doorknob. It's so weird. No, thank you. Yeah, and they're like ten years old. Yes, yes. Yes, oh that's, that's a lolly porn. Lally oh my god, yeah. whatever. All right, so before we just move on, there's a couple more comments that we've received um, through our first live that we did. Uh, someone on the YouTube chat says, DNT, Effie, D, sorry, DNT says, Effie is a joke. Okay, that's it. I guess I'm Glow Birther now. What compelling Ouch. evidence. <laughs> what was the punchline? <laughs> yeah, that's some um, compelling evidence you got there, bud. Um, what else we got? Bill Smith says, I've not seen these yet. <clears throat> Bill Smith says, Doubt I'm going to become a flat earther, but not going to hate on you for what you believe. Just here to listen to what you say. And then Davin Good says, eh, They have redefined the word level. <laughs> that was once me, Bill, says Twaz Wazzle. He was replying, Twad Wazzle. He was replying to Bill, saying that he's just going to be here to listen. Bill Smith says, I mean, I'm top of my science class. All right, Bill, I'm very sorry. I bow to thy. The earth is a globe. <laughs> I'm top of my eighth grade science class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, dear. Uh, is there any more? Oh, yeah. You know what we're going to do in the face of such compelling evidence like that. You know, I don't know. I mean, I'm convinced. That post you read know. in this guy just like, top of the science class amazing mm. how could we go so wrong <laughs> exactly oh plus i don't so, want to be raped <laughs> yeah i know please don't and i don't want to be a, a gay gay double gay that's a positive i'm straight <laughs> exactly <laughs> i don't know <laughs> okay so there's one more hot off the press Maggie says some random person that's their name it's not it's not earth which is flat but your brain Wow. Brilliant. That was nice. so good. Do you know what that needs at the end of it? The little, uh, what's the kind of creepy song that you would hear in a horror? The do, 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 do. <laughs> the oh, yeah, like the Twilight Zone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's not Earth, which is flat, but it's your brain. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, that's that then. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you to the participants. <laughs> so, um, Mary Mom, are you ready to take part in arguably the internet's most um most rubbish quiz? I am so ready, crypto. It's been so long since I participated in the crypto quiz. Perfect. Okay. So um, I'm going to read you 10 headlines. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what the source of the headline, what the headline is. And then you have to tell me if you think that that headline is real or if it's fake. Now, no Googling. 
Um, so put your Google away. Um, I promise. And- you know I never Google. Perfect. So we're going to give you the grand total of zero pounds for each correct answer. Oh, great. What about my pat on the head? That's what I used to get for trivia wins, remember? Oh, yeah. We can do a pat on the head if you get like okay. six out of ten. So okay. if you get it, if you, uh, so when, when I ask you the question and whatever you say, uh, you, you may hear this noise. You are fake news. Uh, in which case, that means that the headline is, is obviously fake. And uh, however, if you, hear, uh, if you hear this headline. That's true. Then you know that it's real. Okay, so, hold on. I got to clarify here. So like I consider like all news pretty much to be fake or most, but I'm talking about like you've gotten something from a mainstream news source or you made it up. Those are the two things, right? Yeah. So okay, basically okay. I'll, I'll read you the headline and the source. And so you're not telling me whether what they're saying is true. What you're telling me is whether the headline exists on that website or from that. Okay. Website. That's thank you for clarifying. I understand now. Okay. Sure. So it, it could be something completely absurd like Grass is Blue, um, Daily Mail. And I'm not asking you if Grass is actually blue. I'm asking you if the Daily Mail has a headline that says Grass is Blue. Okay. Thank you. I Perfect. understand. Okay. So headline number one is the Daily Mail. And do they have a headline that says, um, why Mark Sargent is the greatest video game designer in the world? Now, is that fake or is that, uh, is that a, a real headline or is that a fake headline? I'm going to say real. You're going to say real? Mm-hmm. Final answer? Yes. Okay. Let's see if it's fake or real. You are fake news. Does that mean I was wrong? Uh, it means you were wrong, I'm afraid. So you got that one. <laughs> to do this like I don't know you at all, because I'm like, well, I know who Mark Sargent is. He's not a video game designer. He's a famous flat earther. So there's no way that if they had the headline in there, crypto's trying to fool me into saying that it's fake, but it must actually be real. But I shouldn't <laughs> think that hard about it, right? <laughs> no, no, this, this is just a bit of fun. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll pretend I'm a normal person for the next one. He was exactly. a video game tester, though. He did test video games for a living. Oh, okay. So he was Thank a beta you, tester. Andy. I did not know that. Okay, I pretend that I knew that, and that's why I said it. Well, you know, we work together, so, you know, for Metatron. <laughs> that's right. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, number two. This is on C- Well, this either is or is not on CNN's website. The Flat Earth conspiracy is spreading around the globe. Does it hide a dark core? Now, is that headline real or fake? Real. You think that's real? Yes. Final guess? Yes. Let's see if it's real or fake. That's true. Oh, goody. I got one right. So I won't be like yeah. just a totally, you know, zero <laughs> goose egg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, one out of two so far. Um, how, how, how's she doing? Is she doing okay? I'm just doing grand. Oh, thank yeah. you, Danny. <laughs> um, number three, lifescience.com. Are flat earthers being serious? Question mark. Is that a real headline or is that a fake headline? Real. You think it's real? Yes. Okay, let's see if it's fake or real. That's true. Oh, good, I'm doing so well now. Two out of three, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm passing. That's <laughs> <laughs> 66%. Um, 66%, yeah, it's not, not bad so far, not bad so far. But we're, we're looking to get to six. Uh, well, oh, well, I have to, be to get honest, six to get the prize okay okay exactly to get the head pat okay that's right maybe i don't even want that baby i might have to throw the last four (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, what we may even do is uh, have like a leaderboard to see who has like the, which guest has the highest score. Ooh, that, oh, guys should have told me ahead of time I would have worked harder. But anyway, okay. yes, people are playing along at home. They can beat me and be happy about it. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Um, so this headline comes from fizz.org, or does it? Um, so phys.org. Why Uranus or Uranus smells like farts? Is that a real headline or is that a fake headline? Real. You think it's real? Yes. Okay, let's find out. You are fake news. Oh, you got to be kidding me. People were just talking about Uranus smelling like farts and that's what they were saying, but they probably say it somewhere else, right? That's a trick question. Uh, sorry, um, it's not on fizz.org. Does fizz.org even exist? Uh, fizz.org does it. These are all real websites. Oh, I haven't okay. made up any websites. Okay, okay. Um, I should have known. So... I should have done so many reels in a row. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, okay. Number five. So this is from The Guardian. Why the Earth is actually 100% flat. Is that real or is that fake headline? Real. <laughs> they said real on everyone. I'm still going to say real on that one because that seems like something they would say to like grab people's attention and then actually be saying something totally different. So I'm going to say real on that one. Okay, final answer. Yes. Okay, let's find out. That's true. Oh, goody. I'm glad I didn't second guess myself and say fake just because I said real <laughs> too many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's my yeah, score? I was, actually so quite far? I was quite surprised, but when I read it, what I realized is it was just denigrating that. And I just thought, okay, that'd be an interesting trick question. But you got it right. Oh, Daniel. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, physicsworld.com this time. Fighting flat earth theory. Is that a real headline um, or is that a fake headline that I've made up? Fake. Think it's fake? Yes. Okay, let's find out if it's true or fake. That's true. That means it's true. I'm wrong. It wasn't fake. Yeah, oh, okay. sorry. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't really so want that pat on the head anyway. <laughs> I'll give you one for participation. Okay. Oh, thank you, Bambi. Yeah. That means so much to me. Yes, it'll have some owl germs on it. Yes. Okay, uh, we've got four questions to go. Space.com. Uh, how to debate a flat earther. Is that a real headline or a fake headline? Real. You think it's real? Yeah. 100%? 100%. Okay, let's find out. That's true. I think I've read that article. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> She's <laughs> cheating. No, I'm allowed to have a memory. I was not Googling it at the time. It has like 10 things and they're all utterly ridiculous. And it's all about people who don't actually know how to debate and so on. Pretty sure I read that. Right, right. Probably Mickey <laughs> featured that sometime. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, yeah, I, I thought you might have read that one before, but I, I would advise anyone playing this game against doing any research because it makes it a lot less fun for everybody if you actually know the answers. Uh, I did not do any research. That was just in the my memory banks, dusted off from like probably two years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Um, the next one is Kotaku. Do you know Kotaku? I do not. So Kotaku is like a video games um, journalist website. So Explains um, why I don't know about it. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. So <clears throat> this is from Kotaku, or is it? Uh, no Man's Sky, which is a video game about kind of like ball planets and you have to go and kill people on different ball planets. Mm. Uh, no Man's Sky proves our world isn't flat. 
Uh, is that a real headline or is that a fake headline? Oh my. I'm going to just uh, go ahead and say real. You sure? No, I'm not sure, but I'm still sticking with that answer. You're going to stick with real. Okay, mm-hmm. let's find out if that is a real headline or a fake headline. You are fake news. Ah, oh, shoot. I almost said fake. I was 50 50 on that one. <laughs> How am I doing so far? Not too well. Four uh, out of eight so far. Okay, 50%. Okay. Well, not too bad, not too bad. Um, okay, there's two more. And this is actually from, uh, this isn't a website, but this is from a Lad Bible YouTube video. So this either is or is not the title of a Lad Bible YouTube video. Mm-hmm. And the title is as so. Flat Earther versus Scientist, colon, does Flat Earth Theory make sense? Question mark. Is that a real headline, or is that a fake headline? Fake. Think it's fake? I actually don't know. I just feel like I haven't said fake enough, but I'll just say fake anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's find out. Is that a real uh, headline? Let's find out. That's true. Oh, shoot. Yeah, see, I'm second-guessing myself. I'm just, (laughs) I got to take a break, run around the block, and then I'll get the last one right for sure. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'm just going to clear my mind. I'm ready. This is, but it's too late for me to get my pat on the head, isn't it? But still. I, you have I, my I, owl pat. Oh, but I got the owl. I got the owl. That's all I really want. Okay, I'm ready. You don't want owl pat. That sounds, that sounds horrifying. It does sound pretty bad. It sounds like owl pellet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, this last one is from Forbes.com. Um, or is it? Flat Earth supporters now plan an Antarctica expedition to the edge of the world. Is that a real headline? Or is that a fake headline? Uh, I want it to be real because I want to read it. So I'm just going to say real. Okay, final answer. Sure, I haven't switched my answer yet. Okay. That's true. Oh, good. I still got, I got the last one. At least I'm ending on a high note. What was my <laughs> score? <good>. Five? <laughs> you got five out of okay. ten. Okay, okay. So I have to see so... if the next guest beats me or not. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. But hey, send her the article. That's your reward. She wanted to read it, and it was true. That's right. I get to read. I know. I want to know who's going. Yeah, see if I can buy a ticket. That's right. Yeah, Yeah, I can send that to you. No problems at all. In fact, I'll do it now. Um, So, guys, um, we're going to go straight into the kind of the more personal interview segment, if you guys want or or not. Doesn't matter. Sure. Yeah, that'd be great, man. Okay, so um, there we are. I've just sent you the uh, just sent you the Forbes article there. So, um, Mary Mom, so this is the part of the show where I we call it Crypto's Corner, um, and I'm just going to ask you questions less about the flat Earth idea itself and more to do with your journey there. Now, I know we touched on that earlier, but um, I we're really trying to get to know our guests on a more kind of personal level. So um, maybe you can start with the very first time that you interacted with the flat earth and what were your kind of thoughts and feelings around it the very first time you heard it. And then we can go from there. Yeah. uh, I thought we were going to talk about Baklava since it's crypto's corner, but that's perfectly fine. (laughs) We do that later. (laughs) Um, so yes, the first time I remember um, it like actually being in my consciousness at all was in 2016, which I already, um, I, 
pretty much like after Sandy Hook, I that's when I like stopped. Uh, I cut off my satellite TV. I stopped pretty much paying attention to any mainstream news. Um, just like decided there might be some news stories that are true, but I'm not going to waste my time sorting through them uh, and trying to figure out what's sensationalized to try to get me to cry and light fake candle on Facebook and what's actually real that will affect my life. And I decided as a, you know, just kind of personal philosophy that if uh, I just, you know, if I needed to know the news, I'd just look out my window and uh, see if anyone was uh, invading my property and I need to get out my shotgun or my baseball bat. And otherwise, I don't need to listen to all this fear-mongering, emotional, you know, propaganda clearly put out for profit and for just keeping people in a constant state of anxiety so that they're easy to control. All that to say, somehow leaking through that, I did know that, um, because I think I was still on Twitter sometimes at that time, because I had some other like personal causes I was involved with. So I was still on Twitter. So I do recall like somehow knowing that there's big to-do and hoopla about um, these celebrities claiming that the earth is flat, like uh, B.O.B., Tila Tila. And there might've been more, but those are the two that come to mind. and I didn't really know why. And I hadn't at that time, you know, really looked into it. I just kind of thought, oh, sound like kind of silly people that probably don't know what they're talking about. And so they're just like uneducated or stuck in the dark ages, which is what a lot of people think and what we are now, uh, you know, now those of us who are more aware of kind of the wider program realize is by design. I was thinking exactly what I was supposed to think, right? That there's nothing to that, just nonsense. Um, easily shot down. And so, um, and then I was, uh, not too long after that, I was um, finishing up my master's degree, which I'd put off for many, many years. But I, uh, I went to my daughter's uh, bachelor's degree graduation. It kind of inspired me like, I should just finish this thing. Then it'll be done. Because I'd put off finishing it because, um, you know, when you I was currently working for a private company, but if I ever wanted to go back to the public schools, it's actually like a disadvantage to have a master's degree because um, of the union pay scale that they have to pay you more. So they're less likely to hire you. They want to hire people with little experience right out of college because they're at the lowest end of the union pay scale. So all that to say, I decided I'm finally going to do it anyway. Just finish this thing. So I don't have to think about it anymore. So I went back to college, um, taking like one of my last classes for my master's degree, which was about teaching physics. It's basically kind of a review of the content of high school physics, how to teach it best, experiments to use, ideas on how to get concepts across, and that kind of thing. Um, so anyway, I was taking this class, and then our final project, um, the assignment was um, pick a topic that is that students would have a common scientific misconception about. Um, you know, and it could have been any topic in physics. Um, and then explain why, how you will rid these students of these misconceptions and how you will explain to them the scientific basis behind it in actuality. So because this was a popular topic at the time, I said, I'll pick flat earth because there's got to be all kinds of kids out there being influenced by these um, famous musicians and so on, thinking that the earth is flat. And so um, this might be something that would be... Um, relevant in the classroom today. So that is why I picked the flat earth topic. I'm, I, I, you had to propose it first um, to your professor and I, the, to the professor. And I remember like, I remember being kind of nervous about it because I knew it was controversial. You know what I mean? There would be like a whole bunch of other topics I could pick 
that would not be controversial at all. Just like misconceptions about motion, you know, or like volume, you know, how little children have these misconceptions about taller um, vessels holding more than shorter vessels and all that kind of stuff. Like there's a hundred different things you could write about besides flat earth that would be way easier. But I decided to pick this and he approved it. Um, And so then I started working on it. And I thought crypto, that would be so easy, right? So easy to explain this globe. I mean, gosh, that's what we've been told our whole life. All science, like kind of things you hear ballers say today that they, you know, all the authority figures say it. There got to be people who really understand this better than I do that can explain it. And I probably thought I understood it, you know, because I taught it before, but um, come to find out. A lot of times the curriculum surrounding the globe doesn't really get into a lot of details about how different things work on the globe or the dimensions of the globe or really that much details at all. It's just kind of like, you know, um, just a presupposition, as we all know, that you live on this globe and then we'll move on from there and talk about, you know, stars, parallax, the planets, all the crazy fairy tales about those and so on. So anyway, uh, come to find out I didn't know much about the globe at all. And so this topic I quickly found out was like way more intense and difficult to grasp than I thought it was going to be. And it was not going to be just an easy thing to explain away. But still, um, it's not like I instantly became a flat earther because like, as I touched on earlier, I did not have good sources of information. But I do very vividly recall the first question that I found that really um, made me stop and think, um, which was if you know, the globe, um, if our earth is actually spinning a thousand miles per hour at the equator, why can't a helicopter just, uh, you know, lift up, hover, wait for the earth to turn and then go back down its destination, right? And so I remember thinking about thinking, gosh, that's a good question. Why can't it? And then um, there are some physics websites. I have cited them in the reference paper, you know, if I actually wanted to go back and look at them. Although I actually think one of those footnotes I went back and looked at, it wasn't there anymore, explaining this supposedly, you know, why, um, why you couldn't, because, and I believe this is the reason, because even reading their explanation, which I think had something to do with the atmosphere moving along with the earth, I was thinking, well, that makes no sense because all the things over here you're saying about weather, about physical geography, you know, how the atmosphere works. You're not saying that over here. So you're just saying the atmosphere moves with the earth when it's convenient for you. But when it's not convenient, you're not going to go with that. I mean, it really did look to me like you guys are just making stuff up out of thin air. You know, literally that I did not think that was a good explanation. The one that I read about the helicopter and that just set off alarm bells for me, you know, because um, it made me realize Uh, yeah, that I have to think twice about this. And, you know, that just led me like further into depth research about it. But that was definitely. That was the first thing that I would say made me think there's something more to this. Like I can't just easily dismiss this out of hand. Sure. Okay. Uh, That's quite interesting because you say you've got a master's in physics. Is that correct? No, it's in science. My master's degree is in science education. That was just a physics class I was taking for Ah, that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. So it's more of a, so it's more of a master's in education, but specifically of science education. Um, Because I was going to say you're a little bit like Darth Vader in, in that you've kind of, You've, you've chosen the dark side, uh, even though you you kind of started in the kind of science science quote unquote um, realm, and now you've gone to the the you know the quote unquote flat side, which is commonly believed deny science. Absolutely, I mean that's what they'll say, but you know I personally um, 
I guess at the time, I probably had a lot more apprehension about that whole concept, you know, of kind of going against what you would say is the scientific establishment. But then the more research I've done about it, I kind of realize um, they're not, you know, people who are making these wild claims are not using a scientific mindset. They're not using the scientific method. They're not going out making natural observations, forming hypotheses, testing them, um, looking at their results, deciding if they support or refute the hypothesis, and then either accepting them and making a new hypothesis more refined or rejecting them and making an entirely different hypothesis. They're just accepting these presuppositions, um, you know, often mistakes that were made, some of them thousands of years ago, and just building more and more mathematics upon them in order to whatever, protect their grant funding, protect their careers, protect their, you know, little clubs of, uh, you know, pseudoscientific, uh, mental gymnastics and you know that the, it basically but that was hard I mean I'm, I'm saying that now as if it's casual but at the time it was difficult to realize like uh gosh like a whole bunch of my education is based on um a bunch of stuff that isn't really verifiable that is only based on watching things on tv although I should say just to preface this I do think it was easier for me to accept than maybe for your average person because I was like highly suspect of the moon landings. I already thought there was all kind of, you know, scientific um, inaccuracies and hypocrisy and downright admitted fraud surrounding the moon landing, you know, regarding the Van Allen belt, the, um, you know, the involvement of Stanley Kubrick, the actual formation of NASA. I mean, I already knew all that stuff. And I already knew that dark matter was a bunch of nonsense. I'd already looked into that to see like, oh, that's just a thing they made up because their numbers don't work. So I think like... Uh, you know, I was already like in the um, fray. I was already like looking into electric universe theory and so on. So in my particular case, I was already kind of like primed for that to the point where I understand why people who have it, I feel like some of those other things are probably better introductions for people than just coming right out and saying, you know, throw that globe model in the trash. If you can come at it with some of these easier things to accept um, I think that is a good thing for people who are like, you know, who are, especially people who have invested all this time into their education and career who might actually be threatened in some way to, you know, say sure. that's nonsense. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I guess uh, we've done the earlier part now. We know when you first interacted with it. When would you say is the first time when you actually sat down and you said, right, I know the earth is flat. Like, can you remember that moment? Oh, yes, when, I can. When was it and what happened on that day? Tell, us, guys, tell yeah. us how you know, how that day went. You know? Well, now you guys are going to have another reason to make fun of me because I showed you just the beginning of my paper. It was just like you guys started making fun of me left and right. You're going to make fun of me even more when I tell you. But, you know, I can stand to be knocked down a peg. So just like, you know, make fun of me all you want. Make me your punching bag when I tell you, Crypto. That that was 2016. I literally put that on the shelf, looked at nothing to do with flat earth. It hardly even came to my mind unless it came into the, you know, whatever, some like thing I might have seen that Obama said or something. I think Obama's already gone by then. We had Trump by that point. So I don't even remember it coming up at all. Oh, it did. Oh, I'm sorry. I touched on that earlier. It did come up in some of the other research I was doing in the context of people saying Flat Earth was a PSYOP designed to make the truth movement look bad. So that is the thing. I don't know if everybody has experienced that, but I experienced that for sure. And I just kind of accepted that. You know why I accepted that? Because that was way easier. That was way easier to accept 
than to like open this can of worms again after I'd already finished my paper, gotten an A and graduated, you know, to actually go back and open that can of worms. I had no incentive at all to open it. I did not want to open it. So therefore, the can of worms stayed on the shelf, reclosed um, with a bunch of duct tape until 2019 when the Notre Dame caught on fire. Remember when Notre Dame caught on fire, April of 2019, Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris, France. I do, yeah. I'm using the American uh, Notre Dame. Are you going to make fun of me about that? No, not at all. I would never. I would never make. You don't like the French anyway, so yeah, you probably like that better. So Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris. Um, anyway, <laughs> Le Cathedral Notre Dame um, caught on fire. I was pissed off about that. I was really mad. Crypto. I saw a picture of it. I can't even remember. Like it was burning, and like my first thought is, oh, they're just burning Western civilization to the ground. Like, it never occurred to me that it was, like, an accident or, a, you know, load nut or whatever. Like, I just assumed, oh, this is some kind of event, uh, you know, they're doing for whatever reason. But to me, it was just symbolic of, like, this beautiful cathedral that took, like, literally generations to build. You know, like, one generation started building it, and they didn't, couldn't even finish it in their lifetimes. Like, it's this masterpiece of architecture. We're just going to burn that to the ground, you know, because Western civilization has been on the decline for a long time, as you know. And uh, which is another concern of mine. And so I was very upset about it. So that made me start researching that and looking for alternative explanations. And that, like I told you, um, I was in this Project Avalon forum, which I mentioned earlier. And in there, uh, on the thread about the fire in the Notre Dame Cathedral, um, they referred me to a podcast where the guest was James True. I actually can't remember the name of the podcast. I could go back and look at it, but he was the guest. His name's James True. And he was basically thinking the same thing that I did. And they were kind of like pointing out, you know, I won't, without getting into the details, maybe you could do that for one of your future, uh, future shows. There's a whole bunch of like fishy stuff about that. Like there's about all that stuff, right? It was very fishy, everything that happened with that. Um, so, but all that's just to say uh, that made me interested in this author and speaker, James True, who has written several books, who writes about truth topics. Um, I ordered one of his books where, it, and particularly like what he wrote about 9-11-01 was really interesting to me because I already knew the government conspiracy theory of the 19 Muslims with the box cutter was full of holes and there's no way that the government conspiracy theory about 9-11 could possibly be true in the reality where I live because it's just full of nonsense. We already knew that was false. So like I liked what he read, wrote about it and so on. Um, so, and he was kind of just getting started then. He's now like more popular and so on, but then he was just getting started as one of his first patrons on Patreon, so on and so forth, listening to him talk about different current events and so on, on YouTube and, uh, reading his blog and books. And then he started talking about the flat earth, that little girl brought me back, back to the flat earth, even though I didn't want to go there. And I already knew he was credible on all these other topics. So he went on the Iron Realm media podcast you know adam meekins uh show and um i was yeah yeah and i was listening to that and he was talking all about his um this is still like spring 2019 probably am i am i getting too long-winded here do we have a time limit you can always cut uh, no, it no. you can always cut it's it great <laughs> okay. yeah and you're supposed to kick i talk too much but he's not doing his job anyway no. i'm sorry um so anyway i'll try to yes uh, get to the point here. So we're still in spring 2019. This guy who I already know is credible on all these other topics that I've researched goes on Adam Meekin's show, Iron Realm Media with other guys he does that with. 
and starts talking about his time in the Navy, his time in submarines, how he thinks it's impossible that sonar could work the way they say, you know, if the earth was a globe. And so that brings up all my stuff about the helicopter and the stupid paper I wrote, you know, like, uh, you know, not quite three years ago, like over two years ago at that point. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, not to look into this stupid thing again. And so I, uh, and, and he, that is not even James True's main thing. I think they just invited him on. And then, cause they're into flat earth, they just asked him about it. And he's like, oh yeah, the earth is flat. Yeah, by the way. But you know, I actually prefer talking about all this other stuff. You know, he's one of those people. That's not his main thing. But, um, but it got me back on looking at it. And then I started ordering books um, about it and reading them. But then the moment he's asking for, we're leading up to the moment, which is, um, I started listening to podcasts like the Paul on the Plane podcast, um, the Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole podcast, because I, I was really into podcasts, which I still am, which I'm glad you guys are doing a podcast because I can listen to them while I walk around the house doing chores and so on. I like podcasts way better than YouTube videos. So I'm glad you guys are doing one. Um, so anyway, I was listening to these Flat Earth podcasts, reading books. I, uh, I remember sitting in a restaurant waiting for a table downloading um eric dubay's hundred proofs is it eric dubay that does the hundred proofs is that him 200 proofs. 200 proofs yeah i took yeah i got like the google drive print version of that it was like reading it this busy restaurant like getting totally freaked out about the railroad tracks and all the kind of stuff he talks about in there oh my gosh and meanwhile this is all why i'm on a trip with my mother and my children uh, we rented a house on the shore of Lake Michigan. So every day I'm going out there looking at the flat horizon, thinking, oh my gosh, yes, I think they're onto something here. I only see flat horizon everywhere. I'm looking at these boats, like just kind of like thinking about it, contemplating it. But at that same time, Karen B was inviting me to the Discord because I got in touch with her through the Paul on the Plane website. But I'm like, I don't even know what Discord is. I don't want to go and talk to anyone. I need to go figure this out for myself before I go and talk to other people because I have like a big thing against like being influenced by other people to think a certain way, which I don't think anyone should. They should figure it out for themselves. So I'm like, I'm not going to go on that Discord till I figure out for myself 100%. Um, so after I went on this trip, staring at the flat horizon, reading the 200 proofs, listening to all these podcasts, I'm like, okay, I'm going to turn off my phone. For three days, um, not look at anything. I might have. I think I looked at the books because I not only had that Henry book, I had this other book that I printed off the internet PDF. I can't remember who wrote that book, but I'm reading these different things. And then one night, crypto. Yes, that's when I decided. I'm laying there in my bed. I'm like imagining there's not a globe. What is it really like? And kind of just allowing myself to imagine the possibility that so many people, especially people who are deep into cognitive dissonance, possibly people who are listening to this right now, will not even allow themselves to conceptualize the possibility that they don't live on a globe. But I did allow myself to do that. And it matched everything I'd been reading and researching. And I did decide that um, the earth was flat and measured flat and that the globe was a uh, logical impossibility. And that's when I then, the next day after this three-day fast from all internet, went to the 24-7 Discord and was checked in by our friend Panto and Midi HC. And that's the first time I heard about the laser test. Midi HC said, oh, guess what? It's already decided, Mary Mom. There is, you know, there's no question. Like, we've done these laser tests. Have you heard about those? Oh, my gosh. That was just kind of the icing on the cake. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Not only have I seen all these things, the globe makes no sense. You're telling me you've actually done these verifiable 
test with a laser. And yeah, that was pretty much the end of it. Phenomenal. Um, <laughs> does anyone have any questions for Mary Momo? Or should we move into the final segment? Oh, that was fantastic. No, that Super was impressed. perfect. That was great, yeah. Okay. Glad you enjoyed it. So this- You're a great advocate. Flat Earth. <laughs> I'd be happy you Yes. So yeah, for thirty nine ninety nine, you too can have the Flat Earth experience. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Is that in three easy payments? Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Operators are standing. Mary, you're the perfect guest. You're the perfect guest because you you have the history with science, you know, and and that didn't even stop you from coming terms with the truth, which is so awesome. And also mm-hmm, yeah. ironic, isn't it, Kai, that like science does stop exactly, people yeah. from seeing the truth when it should be the other way around, but we live in such a yeah. weird, <laughs> inverted world that like that is unusual. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I feel like that's just going to roll us right into our next segment, which is the freeform uh, chat with Mary Mom about the discussion of what you know, we've been listening to all this information that she's she has she has to present. So that's interesting. So if anybody you know, just wants to engage her and... What she brought to the table today? Yeah, I mean, I'm a bit, I'm a bit, I'm gonna jump in. I'm a bit curious. I obviously, you, your mother, Mary, mom. There's a mom in there, mm-hmm. um, and I, I know you as as a good friend that you have some beautiful little babies under your wing. And um, I, I was just curious if you're feeling confident enough to share. Obviously, having kids, and how how do you deal with it with the, the them growing up? Obviously, do you want to share a little bit about that? Are you okay talking about? Mind sharing? Know? I don't mind sharing. I think that's a good thing. Um, I'm sure that's the thing that a lot of people struggle with, especially when they're new to the topic. I know it was way more of a conflict for me uh, starting out. I was because I also homeschool, which I think. Um, but either you homeschool or not, I mean, even if you're sending your kids to public school, I think either way it's a struggle because you think, um, you know, you don't want, because they're not equipped, you know, to necessarily deal with uh, attacks that might come against them or calling them retards and this and that. And you don't want to send your children out into this hostile world uh, where you know um, that they could be attacked for this, right? And uh, I mean, I think it's similar to, because there's like, for example, in Christianity, there's a great um, kind of controversy about that. Like, should we be, should we have our children be the salt and light and send them out, you know, talking about Jesus when you know, you know, the world is uh, basically ruled by atheists, especially the public schools, um, you know, and are, is it really right to have our children be on the front, li- front lines? I mean, that's just another side note. I think flat earth is the same thing. And I, um, I'm one who would not, want my children to be um feel like they had to go out and be like soldiers for the cause you know because that's something that really kind of i don't like just in any topic you know because it's common you know in the political spectrum on both the left and the right you know to like you know like greta thunberg perfect example or just all these little children they put out with their little signs and they make they kind of like put the weight on the world of the world on the children's shoulders you know and they and they're used. I mean, in my opinion, they're using the children because you know it's cute and it's like people are more likely to listen to them and they have this emotional appeal. And I am not a person who would ever want to do that. But as I mentioned, I don't think we have to evangelize flatter to the world. It's just people should be have natural curiosity to learn about their world and come to the truth. I don't want it to be a giant war 
um, for my children to be involved with. All that to say, but I, that doesn't mean I'm going to hide it from them either. I just, um, and so like, I've kind of taken this approach. Well, because in my uh, homeschool curriculum, I started to look at the materials and think like, oh, what am I, you know, I don't want to give, I don't want to tell them anything that's false, but I can present it that, to them like, oh, this is what, um, you know, the world says that this globe model is, uh, you know, accurately represents reality. But in actuality, if you look at the logic and mathematics behind it, it really doesn't. But I mean, I mostly just present it to them in that case so that they kind of are seeing both sides of the story, but not wanting them to be like very yeah. agitated about it, if that's, that makes sense. But not only that, mm -hmm. like, I just don't focus on it that much. Like, um, I'll explain it to them if it comes up, if it comes up in one of their geography books. Most geography books, there's a picture of the globe at the beginning. We live on the globe, north, south, east, west. The rest of the books, flat maps, talking about, you know, like, it's just, like I mentioned earlier, it's not even gone into in depth in most curriculums. So, it, you know, most curricula, so it's not an issue. But what I have focused on, Bambi, which has been, like, amazing, uh, a person on the 24-7 Flat Earth Discord server um, recommended to me this book um, called Fallacy Detective, which is all about, mm -hmm. like, every chapter is different fallacy, um, you know, appeal to the people, appeal to pity, um, all those different fallacies that we love so much, but it's all like geared toward children. Like there's little cartoons in it and it kind of explains everything with like a oh. little like dialogue. And then there's questions at the end where they have to like identify which fallacy is, you know, being used. So I started like doing that with them and like that makes me feel like, you know, I'm equipping them not only mm -hmm. to understand the truth about the earth, but like to evaluate arguments in general, just like propaganda in general, that we're being fooled about so many things. So like that, it, the way I've kind of gone with it now is um, focusing on things I know are real and true and giving them a lot of practical, um, you know, uh, instruction and different things that I think will actually be useful to them in their lives um, and heavily focusing on music, arts, outdoor activities, nature study, gardening, um, poultry raising, and so on. Um, and then also when we have to de deal with things like history, science, and so on, which are um, have questionable materials in them, just kind of examining those materials with that critical eye and saying, you know, talking about how not every source is credible, that kind of thing. Yeah, of course. And that'll be great for their, their lives. I mean, that should be taught to kids and skills in general about these fallacies and stuff. Because I... Uh, when I first came to Flat Earth, I was not long out of school. I had never known about half of these fallacies. I would never have known how to have a coherent conversation and be able to pick up on, you know, straw mans and stuff like that. And it's great that you're you're teaching your kids. They are better at it than I am, Bambi. Believe yeah. it or not. I'm not kidding you. It's like something instinctual in them or because, you know, maybe it's because, like you said, we weren't raised that way. But like, I sometimes have to look at the back at the answers. I'm like, and then my little, one time my little eight-year-old like had the totally right answer. And I thought, oh my <laughs> gosh, you're absolutely right. How did you even figure that out? And, and I didn't even know he was paying attention. This mainly that time teaching it to the older kids. And then I realized, oh, this kid's been listening the whole time. And he got that one right. So then I added him and now he does that with us too. Oh, bless. That's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. I mean, maybe he just accidentally picked the only one he could remember, but I still was impressed. <laughs> no, they are. Well, no, they, do, they do do well with it. They do do well. Definitely. They, uh, it, you know, they're coming along.
it's it seems like we we've reached like an organic conclusion so is there any final thoughts uh mary mom that you'd like to say about the uh, the subject yeah, yeah i mean uh, my final thoughts would be proceed without fear i mean my philosophy of life is if the powers that be tell you to do something do the opposite so uh they're telling you not to look into flat earth I've been working out for you so far, listening to those powers that be. Have they been really helping you out in life? Are they just keeping you in fear and anxiety 24-7? So my recommendation is don't be afraid of looking into information because guess what? You don't even have to come to accept that the earth measures flat. If you even want to debate the topic, you do need to be able to um, effectively debate something, which we have a serious lack of people in, you know, the, on the internet in general, in the world, particularly on the 24-7 Flat Earth Discord server 2.0, which I highly recommend you join. We've got like, I think, almost 18,000 members there. And it's open 24-7 like we, like I just, uh, like the name suggests. And um, so what I would say to people is, you know, don't be afraid to explore the other side, because if I would love for some people to come in that actually are able to debate the topic. It's so boring. People come in day after day saying, I live on a globe. The earth is round and they know nothing about it. They can't have a coherent conversation and uh, it's just really boring. So why don't you just look into the topic and you might, uh, spoiler alert, turn out like I did where you try to disprove it and approving it to yourself. But you know what? That's not too scary. You know, can't have a happy ending. So. That's my final sales pitch. All right, guys. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts? Uh, Bambi, Crypto, Kai, Indio? It's a good show. Um, my final thought is you're a great guest. You're a perfect guest for the uh, premiere episode. So, you know, if we ever do a, you know, of any other conspiracy, we'd love to have you back. I'm sure you do, too. Unfortunately, I do have way too much conspiracy uh, <laughs> swimming around in my brain. I try to <laughs> Yeah, I would just echo Indio's um, comments. Yeah, Mary Mom, you've been really, really awesome to have on. Thank you very much for coming. Um, and yeah, yeah, welcome back anytime if, uh, if you want to come back, that is. You guys, the be- I wish you the best. I'm very happy that you had me on. I'm honored to be your first guest. I'm really impressed with your plan and like how organized you were with this first episodes and your segments are really cool. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not just shining you on. I'm hard to impress, Bambi. You know that. And I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I, I wish you all the best. And I so much thank you for having me. Thank you. Kai, for thank you. All righty then. I guess I'm going to go ahead and play the outro. And thank you guys who are listening in. This is Why Would They Lie? And catch us next time when we present the uh, other topics, it's going to be to be announced. So stay tuned. We're going to go ahead and put post announcements and you guys will know, be notified when and what we're going to be announcing as our next podcast shows. So thank you very much once again. And I'm going to end with the outro. See you guys next time. Why would they lie? 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 Why would they lie?